upon a tree, and Ariadne's island in the sea, and drowned Leander for his hero dying, the tears of Helen and the woeful crying of Briseis, and of thee, Laodamia, that cruelty that thou didst, O Queen Medea, who by the neck thy little children hung because of Jason's falseness, but among all wives, Penelope, he holds you best, with you, O Hypermnestra and Elsest. But neither word nor syllable writes he about the wicked case of Canacee, she that was lost in sin and loved her brother. Fie on that story, and fie on every other like it, or that of Apollonius of Tyre, and how the vile Antiochus bereft his daughter of her maidenhead. So horrible a tale I never read. How on the paving stones he threw her down. But he with purpose to his good renown, would never write in one of his relations of such unnatural abominations. Neither will I rehearse them, if I may. But for my tale, what shall I tell today? I should be loath to seem like one of these false muses that men call Pierides. The metamorphoses knows what I mean. But nonetheless, I do not care a bean, though with plain words I follow in my time. I speak in prose. Let him speak in rhyme. And with that word, and with a sober cheer, he told his tale, as he shall read it here. THE PROLOGUE OF THE LAWYER'S TALE O hateful ill, O state of poverty, by thirst, by cold, by hunger so confounded, to ask for help is heartfelt shame to thee. If none thou ask, with need must thou be wounded. True need lays bare thine every secret hid. Despite thyself, thou must against thy good steal, beg, or borrow for thy livelihood. Thou blamest Christ, saying bitterly that he has misdivided riches temporal, or else thou blamest thy neighbour sinfully, and sayest thou hast too little, and he hath all. In faith, thou criest, some time shall payment fall, when in the red-hot coals his rump shall bleed, who never helps the needy in their need. Consider well this judgment of the wise. Better to die than live in penury. Thy very neighbour will thy lot despise. If thou art poor, farewell thy dignity. Take from the wise man this philosophy. Unto the poor man all his days are evil. Beware then, lest thy want become thy devil. If thou art poor, thy brother hateth thee, and all thy friends shall flee from thee, alas. O wealthy merchants, happy may ye be, O noble, prudent people of that place! Your throws are not scored with deuce and ace, but with fives and sixes. Then seize your chance, in Christmas weather merry may ye dance. Ye search the land and sea to get your winnings, as wise folk know ye well the whole estate of realms. News hath with you its first beginnings, and tales of peace and struggle ye relate. And I of tales, should now be desolate, save that a merchant in a bygone year taught me a tale, and this ye soon shall hear. Here the lawyer begins his tale. In Syria, once, there dwelt a company of merchants that were rich, discreet, and true, 
that far and wide sent forth their spicery, and cloths of gold, and satins rich of hue, and all was offered wares so cheap and new, that all men liked to trade with them right well, and also bring them merchandise to sell. It happened that the masters of this guild had shaped their plans for Rome to travel there, whether with hope of trade or pleasure-filled, and they would send no message but to repair to Rome themselves. Thus ended this affair, and take their lodging in such a neighbourhood as seemed most like to do their purpose good. These merchants made their sojourn in that town for such a time as they had liking for, and so it happened that the high renown of Constance, daughter of the emperor, with every circumstance was set before these Syrian merchants, coming day by day in such a fashion as I now shall say. This was the common voice of every man. Our emperor of Rome, blessed may he be, a daughter hath.